Malim kang, <laughs> oh nga, arima oh arima, happy Cinco de Mayo, happy Cinco de Mayo po sa inyong lahat, my God, it's Wednesday evening po, 6 p.m. here in the U.S. Actually here in the East Coast, especially in New York, in New Jersey. So good evening po sa aming mga dearest. USA at sa Pilipinas naman Kay aga-aga, I'm sure a lot of people are still sleeping It's 6am in the Philippines So good morning po sa inyong lahat sa aming mahal na Pilipinas Happy Cinco de Mayo Yes oh Sayang wala tayo sa labas ngayon no Nag-happy hour Okay Jcas and Yes And good morning po sa lahat ng mga Filipinos and non-Filipinos In different time zones, in different dimensions, in different continents different galaxies in this whole, in whole wide universe, 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 universe. <laughs> we are so hyper tonight because grabe jcas yeah. ang ating special guest my god thank you pinaunlakan tayo diba nang just ko naman ano uh, sinta ka para lang tamang tama yung sasabihin ko ah. the consul general of the philippines uh, in new york yes diba? kaya nga kaya nga Nakakalo nakapolo ka? ako ngayon kasi nga ako din eh kailangan respeto respeto po ang bisita respeto, well eh, lahat naman ang bisita natin pero to ma ano ano siya ma, ma, ranking ganyan ambassador yes. and it's our level, first time yes. actually it's our first time to have uh, a, a former journalist slash diplomat Diba? Oo, my God, oo. General Consulate Malalaman pa. Malalaman natin ang stories niya. Kagalang-galang talaga. Pero, syempre, kailangan, medyo prim and proper ba tayo dapat ngayon, Jekas? Kagalang! Kagalang! Galang! <laughs> Parang di bagay. Ano ba yan? Oo. Yes, oo. So, guys, I hope you will watch us and of course get to know the new Consul General. Diba? Yes. Ng aming... Uh, uh, embassy ng Pilipinas. Uh, ano ba? Embassy Emba- ng... Embahada ng Pilipinas embahada dito sa New York. Dito sa New York. Gusto kong Tagalogin eh. Embahada pala ang embassy, no? Hmm. Akala ko kasi, ano ba? Embassy, embahada. Okay, embahada pala. So anyways, before po tayo mag-umpisa, we would like to say hi sa mga unang nag-comment. Of Correct. course, we would like to say hi to Eleanor Suarez. Good morning. Hello. Taga saan ka, Miss Beautiful? Yes. Ang ating beautiful friend, si V. Hi, V. Malapit na birthday Hi, from Canada. from Canada. Tita Maha, hello. Yes, Tita Maha. 
La Arnie Mantilla Rosilia watching oh. from Libya. My Abo sister is here. Mary Joan Castro Biacora. Hello. Oh, hello. She, your sister is from Chicago, right? No, this is the third sister, the one in the Philippines. My Ditsi. Ah. Yes. Oh, ba talaga naman? Nako, Mary Joan Castro, uh, ayan, yeah, Bicaro, hi. Hi, Jaycast. Ito yung pala yung, ano mo, kapatid mo pala. Sino, sino? May Patriarca. May Patriarca? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where? I can't see. From Tripoli, Libya! Oh, oh, diba? God, oh, Libya. Bago yun, ha? sa paningin at pandinig natin kung na nag-log in oh, sa show. Charlie Diamante. Alam mo kasi, maraming fans dito si Konjen. Kaya nga, oo. Oh, oh. My God. Mga hapot ni Konjen. I'm so excited to know more, better, the other side of him. So, umpisahan na po natin. O si R. O si Lenor pala, Suarez is watching from Laguna. Aba, ang aga-aga mong nagising, ha? Mm-hmm. O sige, salamat for tuning in. So, anyways, we'll, I will introduce na po ang ating special guest for tonight. Okay. Our special guest for tonight is a career diplomat with rank of Chief of Mission Class 2. He started his tenure last January 2021 in New York. He was a journalist for 17 years before joining the Foreign Service. He had served in various capacities in the Philippines and abroad in the past 22 years, like in Washington, D.C., Tripoli, and Baghdad. He's also the recipient of Gawad Mabini, one of the highest awards of the government of the Philippines can bestow upon a Filipino diplomat for initiating the public-private partnership that led to transfer of consular offices to shopping malls across the country. Guys, let's welcome and get to know the other side of the new Consul General of the Philippines in New York, Mr. I don't, Conjen! Conjen! Elmer! Kato! Gusto po, good evening po! Hello po! Kamusta po kayo? Okay naman. Okay naman. Aba, masyadong ano. Para kailangan namin magkagalang-galang. The other side. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, uh, kasi para makita talaga ng mga, since you're the new consul general, so they wanna know, like, you know, kung makulit ba, very approachable ba, di ba, friendly ba, ang bago nating consul general, di ba, na pwede bang lapitan anytime, syempre diplomate, kasi usually, um, ang notion ng mga tao, especially mga Filipinos in New York, in New Jersey, syempre parang, uy, it's so hard to reach out, especially, you know, like, konjen ba naman, di ba, parang, they think like uh, untouchable and unreachable. So they, we want to know, syempre, kung ano talaga, yung, you know, sino po mm. si Elmer, si Consul General Elmer Cato. So sir, teka po, mag-hi muna po kayo sa lahat ng mga nanunood. Especially, my God, marami nanunood from Libya. Yeah, magandang gabi sa ating mga kababayan sa Libya, where I came from just a few months ago, a month ago. Mga kababayan natin sa Pilipinas, good morning. And uh, Arkibabayan here in the northeastern coast of the United States. Good evening. Okay, sir. Yeah. Ano pong iniinom nyo? Kasi meron kami rito, ano eh. We have a, a protocol. <laughs> Oo oh, nga. Oh. Ano sir ang ano? Yes, 5 de Mayo ngayon. So, so ako, dapat nga eh. Ano okay. po yan? Alam mo, nasa office ako. So, bawal. Ah! Uh-huh. Unusual iced tea because I don't really drink. 
Ay, iced tea. Nako, masarap po ang iced tea. Nako, favorite ko yan. Masarap din na, pero dahil nga happy 5 de Mayo, akong bahala sa inyo, I have margarita at may lemon. Buo pa yung lemon. Hindi niya hiniwa po ang lemon. Wala pa. Walang time. Hindi pa. Oo, walang time hiniwain. So, okay lang yun, Jcast. Ako naman, I'm having my the usual, my wine, oo, my Merlot. Cabernet, this is Cabernet. So, sir, we have to welcome you, ha? Oo, ito po yung amin. And then, we will have a photo op. Magpipicture tayo. Okay? So, we have to welcome you pa. Okay. Sa sambayan ng Pilipinas po at sa aming D-Rest USA, let's all welcome the new Consul General, Mr. El Mercato. Welcome to Over a Glass or Two. Cheers po! Cheers po! Sorry, isa pa po. Isa pong picture. Isa pong picture. Ang tapang. Ang tapang yun. Okay. One, two, three. Cheers. Cheers pa. Cheers. Nako, sino pong kasama nyo ngayon dyan? Alam ko nasa office kayo. Si Mary, si... Si Maria is outside. Si Arman is here. I just saw a few minutes ago. Aba. And some other members of the staff. Aba, talaga naman. To give support. Aba, opo. We're so excited. Actually, ito po, sabi ni Drew Nage, I'm so glad to see our former beloved CDA, Sir Elmer Cato, being interviewed live, watching here in Benza, Libya. Benghazi. Benghazi, Libya. We miss you, sir. I miss you too. Oh my God, sir, ito, I... Tapos na tayo mag-cheers and all. Anong oras doon, sir? Oo nga pala, anong oras pa? So, it's past midnight. Aba? Aba, nanonood pa rin sila. Wow. Alam mo, sir, I noticed, ha? You have a lot of people from Libya are saying, you know, how much they miss you. Wow. So, how long did you stay in Libya po? I was there for two years, from 2019 to 2021. I left after the March 29. I I got here March 30. Oh. One month pala akong dito sa New York. Oh my God. One month pala. So, so what, 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 what did you do in, in Libya? Well, I was uh, head of mission. I was the surgery repair there for, for two years. So, yung trabaho natin that was to look after our kababayan there. Now, we have approximately 2,000 Filipinos still working in Libya despite all the challenges that they've been facing. In fact, uh, when I got there, five days after I arrived, war broke out. So that made it a bit more exciting. And then we also had COVID. So lalo naging challenging yung assignment natin doon. But uh, we, we survived. <laughs> And uh, oh God, yeah. I mean, here. So, sir, wait. So, uh, 2,000 Filipinos only in Libya, right? During that time. So, syempre naabutan niyo yung, yung COVID at that time. So, how many, was there a lot of Filipino people that was affected, I mean, infected with so, COVID-19? Uh, so, we had two challenges. Ano, yung, yung first, yung outbreak ng civil war. Uh, as you know, since 2011, nung matanggal si Muammar Gaddafi, Yung Libya was plunged into this cycle of violence and counter-violence. And from a high of 20,000 Filipinos, probably even more, 
uh, bumaba yung mga bilang ng ating mga kababayan doon to just 2,000 when, when I came in. And most of, them, most of them are nurses and other frontliners. So first challenge was Shungera. We're fortunate that you know we all were able to make it through with just minor injuries. Tatlong kababayan yung nasugatan sa mga artillery exchanges, etc. But it's COVID that uh, where we really got hit hard. Before I left, uh, 150 plus uh, kababayan, most of them nurses and other hospital workers, were uh, affected by COVID. They tested positive and all. Most of them recovered, but uh, we lost six or seven. We uh, may namatay after I left, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Most of those who we lost, like those here in New York, uh, were, were frontliners. Oh. Uh, eh, paano po yung, yung uh, mismong building ninyo? Eh, nasa gitna rin po ba ng war? Is it in the downtown city rin po? We, we're in one part of Tripoli. Uh, hindi naman kami inabutan nun, ano, but of course, yung, yung nature nung labanan from 2019 to 2020 called drone warfare. No? That was the first time where drones were really used by both sides to attack each other. So, uh, yung danger na doon. So, even if we were not in the immediate vicinity of the fighting, we were within artillery range. So, the embassy was within artillery range. Uh, we were not certain if there were targets around the embassy that would just be hit by missiles. So, yung ginawa namin nun, nilagyan namin ng malaking Philippine flag, yung bubong ng ating embassy, para at least ma-identify ng mga, mga drones. Ano? Uh, alam nyo kasi, yung, yung Philippines is only among a few countries that stayed in Libya. We maintained the embassy there. Yung mga ibang bansa, nagsialisan yung mga diplomats nila dumipat sa ibang lugar. But tayo, we stayed. So, we're just among 14 probably countries that uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, ayan yun, exactly. Oh, my God, yeah. So, sir, what was the reason? Sir, what was the reason why uh, you, I mean, the Philippine um, Embassy decided to stay? Pwede namang umuwi na rin, di ba? You know, we, we, because we have people there. We, we, okay. we have kababayan who we have to look after. No? So that's the main reason why our embassies in Libya, in Iraq, in Syria stayed when most other countries left. Because okay. it's ka, important mga overseas Filipino workers. Wow. That's why we, we, we really you know, take the risk to be there to look after them and lead them out of harm's way if needed. So, yun yan, nakita natin sa Libya, yung gulo noong 2011, 2014, and some minor disturbances up to 2019, nandun tayo. So, if they want to go home, we would assist them and, and, and bring them home at government expense. Oh, wow. And sir, di ba, I think that was one of the, the what well, we were doing uh, your research and we saw from your bio, um, there was an incident that There was a bomb inside your hotel or beside your hotel. Tell so us that, about that story. That was in, ano, that was in Baghdad. Uh, in I Baghdad, served, okay. I served in Baghdad before I, I served in Libya. In Baghdad, naman. Oh my God! Di lahat nyo na. <laughs> okay. Isang so, like, uh, magulo din. Magulo din. Okay. 
So I, I was in Iraq from 2015 to 2018, and this was at the height of the onslaught of the Islamic State, ano, yung ISIS. Uh, so mm-hmm. doon, yung violence involved mainly terrorist bombings. So every day, around five terrorist bomb explosions take place in Iraq, targeting civilians and no and others. So, yung sinasabi mong na bomba, that came five days after I assumed as also as head of mission of the Philippine Embassy there. So, I, I, I thought I was in the most secured location in Baghdad. It's a, it's a five-star hotel uh, where I was initially billeted. You know, kasi first few days pa lang ako dun, eh. So, for one reason or another, nakapasok yung suicide car bomber at nag-detonate siya malapit sa lobby. And uh, the explosion killed, I think, six to eight uh, individuals and wounded several others. I was I was on the eighth floor when the bomb exploded. Oh my God. Uh, uh, Swerte lang ako. Uh, walang, walang sumunod na, na bombing or walang mga terrorists na pumasok sa hotel to take hostages or probably even kill hotel guests. So, mm-hmm. swati lang tayo dun siguro. Well, I'm curious, no? Of all places, why? who assigned you to those two countries? Like, I mean, they can pick anyone, but why do you think they, they, the government pick you? Well, I actually volunteered, you know. Uh, oh, wow. I, I was a journalist before I yes. became a diplomat, as I've said. So, I guess it's, it's part of my background, right? that somehow pushed me to go to these places that, you know, uh, typical diplomats would not uh, want to be posted in. So I guess it's part of the adventure or part of the coverage or parang, you know, you just want to chase the story. Oh, okay. So, so definitely, walang iba nag-volunteer kayo lang, sir. I would I so. I, I would surmise. Wow. I'm so. very brave. So wait, sir. So wait. So may nag-volunteer again when you left? I, I, There's another oh, consul general? When I left uh, Iraq, uh, somebody else replaced me. Of course, hindi pwedeng iwan na bakante yung head of yes. post station. Same in, same in, same in, in Tripoli. Uh, a I, I batchmate of mine in the Foreign Service uh, came in to take over and watch over our, our kababayan there. Wow. So, sir, I'm just, sabi pala ni Gladys, Nagosa Abri, Abrina, he went over and beyond his duty. Service ex- exemplified salute, CDA, Elmer G. Cato. Wow. Oh. It sounded like everyone loves you. Oh, eh, sa dalawang country. Ang galing naman. So, paano po kayo? Ito, I'm just curious. Ha? Siyempre, parang there's very few Filipinos, di ba, who lives there. So, ha? Uh, so how do you solidify the relationship, the community? Like, ano lagi kayong may fiesta, may mga dinners, may every church, every church yung mga ganon, every church may mga buffet, di ba? Usually ganon, pagka sa maliliit na kanil. It's, it's mm-hmm. different because Iraq and Libya, along with Syria, are the three countries in uh, the foreign service na conflict zones, challenging posts, ba? At life there's yes. normal uh, because problema like as I've said in Iraq 
it was the terrorist uh, bombings at the height of uh, ISIS's uh, presence in Iraq until they were defeated a few years later. But still, there, there are bombings taking place there. So life in Iraq was really not normal. In, in, in Libya, the war also prevented us diplomats at the embassy and Arkababayan from really, you know, uh, leading normal lives. But in 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 both countries, there there are safe areas. Na parang sa, sa Iraq, the Kurdistan region up north is safe for our kababayan, and most of them are actually there. Sa sa Libya naman yung makababayan natin sa Benghazi were okay because the war was not near them; it was near the capital in, in Tripoli. So, yung matalagang ng last uh, civil war were our Kababayan in, in Tripoli because we had to raise the alert level to four. And when we do that, restrictions are put in place. Kaya merong mga Kababayan na hindi nakauwi, nakapagbakasyon, uh, at makapiling yung kanilang mga pamilya. Kasi despite despite this uh, challenges, ano, uh, the role of the embassy in both countries is to make sure we look after our workers. So what we have been doing is to really go out, reach out, uh, explain to our people why we are in that kind of situation. It's, it's a, we, we, we converse mm -hmm. with them. We go where they are. We, we, we went to hospitals in Tripoli. We, we, we attended mass regularly and then just interacted with them. We, we want them to uh, feel yung concern yung embassy. We want to earn their trust. And uh, the best way to do that is to show that you're there with them. The same when I was in uh, in Iraq, you know, where I served, as I've said, for three years. Talagang kailangan mong lumabas sa embassy. Hindi pwedeng nandun ka lang sa loob. Kasi nga, nasabi nga ng mga kababayan natin sa Iraq na, ay, may embassy pala. Ba? Because they oh, were not really? present. Oh, they were not aware. Most of them are not aware, but yung others may know, but they don't know what we really could do for them. So that's okay. why we also utilize social media extensively. So we're thankful there's Facebook, there's Twitter, where we could communicate with them directly. And uh, I think in both countries, they felt our concern because we, we were there 24-7 and we would issue alerts, especially in, in during the mm -hmm. fighting in Tripoli. Even early morning, we would be issuing alerts to tell them to be careful because we're monitoring fighting in certain areas. So, na feel nila talaga yung presence, and which is what our job really is, diba? If we're supposed yes, exactly. to be successful in looking after our people, kailangan marandaman nila yung presence natin. Yung presence mo, mm -hmm. yeah, true. Pwede nasa embahado ko kami, nakakulong, walang pakilam. Hindi, may pakilam tayo. Yun yung role natin yeah. here in New York. May pakilam tayo sa ating mga kababayan, we, we really have to look after them. And yes, sir, question. Yes, sir. So, um, syempre, you have to go out, no? From the embassy. You cannot just stay inside, right? So, since it's a war country, so do you have to wear or, I mean, bring gun all the time with you? In in Iraq, no? because the threat of uh, IED explosions is there. We We have uh, armored vehicles to use whenever we venture out. But when, when we venture out, 
no, we have to follow strict security protocols. Uh, in Iraq, for instance, we could not go out without security escorts. So the yeah. Iraqi government provides us with security. So whenever we go out, may convoy yan, may truck sa harapan namin and tikod na may machine wow. guns. <laughs> so parang, parang yun, napapadod yun parang sa, sa movie. movie. Parang action oh, movie. Yung mga oh, nasa oh. movie. Ay, curious po ako. Um, so, kasama niyo rin po yung immediate family ninyo? Pag oh, sa Baghdad at Tripoli? No, Baghdad and Tripoli are, are non-family post. We cannot bring ah, the pen. Okay. And also Syria, kasi delikadong mga lugar yan. Oo oh, nga eh, kasi so, isipin mo to, pa sila. Yes, oh. sorry, going back to Jesse's question kanina, in, in uh, Iraq, we have to wear body armor. Uh, oh my God, bigat nun! Oh well, we we have protection also. Uh, actually, yung yung nangyari when the bombing took place uh, was my fifth day, you know, fifth day in Iraq. Kamalas so, naman, sir. <laughs> if you go to Iraq at that time, you know, I, I first came there in 2011, and I saw how heavily militarized the Iraqi capital was. Talagang daming tanking sa daan. Makikita mo everywhere you go, every corner, okay. may, may military presence. But when I arrived, parang nabawasan. And of course. Baghdad is so big, diba? So even if you say there are seven terrorist bomb attacks per day, hindi naman namin nafe-feel. So if you compare it to Manila, if uh, the embassy is Malacanang, for instance, pwede may sumabog sa Nabotas, may sumabog sa Marikina, may yeah. sumabog sa Paso. Hindi namin naririnig, hindi namin nafe-feel. But every day, nakikita mo sa mga reports kung ilan yung namatay and all. So... Ako, naging kampante na. Parang sabi ko, wala naman eh. So, I, I had body armor then. I, I brought it with me. It was given to me by a Taiwanese friend to the Lapa from Manila. And, of course, mainit, mabigat. So, on my fifth night, tinanggal ko. And then, may, may, meron kami lumang pistol. Okay. Uh, kalawangin pa nga eh. <laughs> but, sir, sir, para lang, yeah, just to be, you know, to be sure, yeah, for your protection. Mm-hmm. So, on my fifth day, I really felt safe. Wala naman nangyayari. Ano bang sinasabi nilang napakagulo dito sa Baghdad? I could not feel it at all. Diba? So parang, wala. So tinanggal ko na yung body armor, iniwan ko sa embassy. Yung kalawangan na baril, iniwan ko na rin. So I I went to my room on the eighth floor. Before midnight, I just heard this the sound of what I knew was an explosion. Kasi parang yung manig yung, ano eh, yung bed eh, na, na, ano eh, di ba? So, yung vice consul sabi niya sa akin, Sir, pag narinig mo yung U.S. Embassy, and the U.S. Embassy is across the river, the Tigris, eh, na, nakikita ko siya from my hotel room. Pag narinig mo yung U.S. Embassy na may sound, parang PA system nila, na nagsasabing, take cover, uh, stay away from the window. Look yan eh, ulit-ulit. Mm-hmm. That may incoming mortars or rockets. So, narinig ko nga yun after the explosion. Narinig ko na, stay away from the window, take cover. So, syempre, journalist ako, will I take cover? Hindi. I went to the window, opened the curtains, just try to check. Saan yung mga transcribe? I've never seen one. <laughs> Ay, wala. Sabi ko, wala. So, anong nangyari? Wala, di ba? Parang, pero, I knew something happened. So, I stepped out of my room, went to the large balcony on the floor and true enough yeah, may I could see smoke and 
flames rising from the wow. lobby area downstairs. So sabi ko, tinamaan yung hotel. Oh my God, we go by fifth night. Tapos may, ano na, di ba? May ganito na. And uh, we had about 20 Filipino hotel workers in the hotel. So my worry was, nako, don't tell me na matayan na yata ako. And it's just my fifth, ano. So parang, you know, when I was inside the room, parang inisip ko, Tama ba yung decision kong nag-bottle? Parang sinisisi ko pa yung sarili ko eh. Parang Elmer, yes. Nag-volunteer. Nag-volunteer ka pa dyan. Mamamatay ka dyan, di ba? Yung mag-ganong. Yeah, yeah of course. Those thoughts were actually through my head, di ba? So, but eventually, it turned out okay. But that was the first time, di ba, in my life that I really prayed so hard. Oh my God, I'm, I'm assuming, no? Oh, Grabe. Yeah. Pero sir, as a, as a journalist, sir, siyempre, ah, uh, was there a time that you have to make sure that you have to write it and publish it? Because yeah. you're a journalist, guy. you're so used to it. Are you guys allowed to do that, mga diplomats? Yeah, but we, we're allowed to. No, but we're, we're, okay. we're not just allowed to work with, with media. We cannot be with media at the same time. But we could, of course, uh, uh, write our own books oh. about you know, what we did uh, when we were posted over. And a lot of our colleagues have actually... Uh, written books about their experiences. So those are works in progress, actually. Uh, I was hoping that once I get there, I would have time to to, to finish those uh, books that I've started. Oh, but you're I'll writing have... a book. Oh, you're actually, writing books. a book. <laughs> books. Books. Plural. Plural books. books. So, so book. my, oh, about Libya, my experience in Libya, about... Iraq, my experience in the Foreign Service, and also as a journalist. Marami rin naman ako adventures when I was a journalist. Eh. I'm assuming, no? But sir, oh wait, so why, okay, as a journalist, and you become, um, you were a journalist for 17 years, right? Journalist for 17 years. So what made you change your mind? Why did you, did you transition from journalist to Foreign Service? Well, actually, you know, your Foreign Service uh, first came to mind no ano when I when, I think when I was in high school when a, a friend of mine told me she wanted to be a diplomat uh, and because, because her mom was working with uh, Senator Leti Shahani who also was a diplomat mm-hmm. so it didn't occur to me until I I was in Saudi Arabia as a reporter for Saudi Gazette. And I covered the Philippine Consulate General there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was working closely with the vice consuls. And they they convinced me to, you know, explore your possibility na mag uh, join ng foreign service. Kasi sabi nga niya, reporter ka, magaling ka magsulat. Ganun lang naman uh, sa foreign service. Parang reporter rin kami. We, we write reports on a regular basis. But yun nga, yung audience namin is mas maliit, di ba? So, mm-hmm. kung pwede tayo makakabasa ng mga reports namin, minsan, isang tao, dalawa, or so. So, uh, so in, uh, when was this? In 1996, uh, I, I was uh, national editor of Today Newspaper, and my publisher, oh, wow. my publisher and editor-in-chief then was Foreign Affairs Secretary Jodoro Luxin Jr. He was my boss. So, and he's my boss now. So, 
uh, I was uh, in charge of the APEC supplement and somehow for one reason or another I, I saw this uh, announcement while I was attending church and uh, you know I'm not a religious person, eh. so when I'm in the outside, I'm not going to go So, when I'm in the outside, I'm poster, possibly I can't see it. But the poster announcing the 1996 Foreign Service Officers Examination. So, it was right there in front of me. So, alright, I saw it. Oh, ito nga pala yung sinasabi sa akin nung nasa Saudi ako. So, maybe I should give it a try. And, I did. So I passed uh, out of, I think, more than 1,700 who took the exam. I was among the uh, around 20 who made it. So, oh, wow. but I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, join the DFA right away because uh, I was pirated by an Indonesian newspaper. So I went to, to Jakarta to be executive editor of a newspaper there. At don't say nabi sa akin pumasaka, but you have to go home and take the second part of the examinations. Uh, you know, yung FSO exams that tinatawag naman is one of the uh, more difficult uh, examinations of civil service. And hindi lahat naman nagtetake papasajan. Medyo kirap talaga siya. So. I, I was okay in Jakarta, but I thought I fall back in case something happens. Mm -hmm. so I went home and took the oral examinations, which is part two. And I passed the psychological exams, which is part three. So, okay. Lang. I, I continued with my contract in Jakarta. And then, there was a financial crisis, ano, yung, 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 yung Asian financial crisis. And it was like the company namin. So. I decided to go home and uh, accept my appointment as a foreign service officer. So that's how it started. Mga ilang taon po kayo na to, sir? I think I was 32. Medyo matanda na ako. Tumasok oh, wait. Ako. I was wait, that's, that's, that's older? 32 is Yeah, kasi older? yung maximum age uh, during that time was up to 35. You can join the foreign service, but only up to 35 years old. But... 36-39, I Yung mga military officers natin, they retire at 55. And ang daming training, ang daming experience and skills na meron sila na kailangan natin. Kailangan namin sa, sa DFA compared to a 22-year-old college grad na papasa. And, mm -hmm. So, so we, we, we would prefer taking in uh, Filipinos with uh, uh, good skills, experience, and education para ma-enhance yung yung nating career foreign service corps. Okay. So, sir, who appointed you to uh, to be the ambassador in the Philipp in New York naman? Well, I'm not ambassador. The I mean, ambassador I'm, I'm sorry, to be the consul general. I'm sorry. The consul general. 
mga embassies natin are in Washington, are in capitals. Oh, yes, in, in, so, in, in some countries, we have an embassy and we have consulates general, like here in okay. the United States. So, the the assignment was was given to me by our, our home office in Manila. So, it was the okay. Secretary of Foreign Affairs who gave the order for me to transfer from Tripoli to to New York. Siguro naawa sila sa akin. Pero, but Tripoli is okay. I mean, it's, it's challenging, but you know, wala akong problema. And given the the choice, I would have stayed to see how Libya would transition. Mm-hmm. So, when I left, medyo nag-improve yung situation sa Libya. And uh, for the first time since 2014, they have a unified government. Ano? Dati dalawang faction yan. Eh. So, gusto ko sanang makita yung, yung pag-rise uli na Libya and see how the Philippines could uh, explore yung mga opportunities that are available to us. Especially since hindi nga tayo umalis. And, you know, what's good about Libya is yung paano nila tinitingalahan yung mga kababayan natin. They, they really respect and admire our kababayan, especially our our, mga, our nurses and other front, frontliners. Because you know, nagkakagera, hindi umaalis yung ating mga nurses sa kanila yung mga stations. Kuminsan, mm-hmm. yung mga nila sa akin, sir, nasa loob na ng hospital, naghahabulan, nagbabarilan, pero nandun sila to take care of the sick and wounded. And the Libyans never forget that. So that's why despite oh. yung mga challenges, the challenges that they, uh, they they have been facing, they continue to stay there. So, nagtataka nga yung manin, bakit ang titigas ng ulo ng mga kababayan natin, yan, nagbubumbahan na ayaw umalis. Because they have, they have really good reasons to stay. Diba? So, hindi sila sinasahuran, pero nandun sila because, you know, they've developed this bond. Uh, hindi man nga friend, bond of friendship. Eh. Parang family na yung turing natin sa isa't isa. So, yes. Yeah, I, I, if I was given the chance, I would have wanted to stay a little longer. Hindi pa pwedeng mag, so there was really there's really no choice na umayaw dun sa pagka inassign ka or plead like I would I would want to stay a little bit more. Parang ganon. If you could ask that, actually the the Filipino community in in Libya petitioned the ma ma extend ako, right? Parang petition sila. And sent this to the president and to Secretary Luxin. I, I was supposed to arrive here January, but uh, I was extended for uh, a couple of months. Uh, okay. And somehow I was able to to do what I was supposed to do. Maybe unfinished business na tapos ako. Yung yung last na nagawa ko before I left was yung pag-locate ng remains ng apat na Pilipino na nakidnap at pinatay ng ISIS noong 2015. So, oh, wow. before I left, na, na fulfill ko yung pangako ko dun sa mga families in the Philippines na I'll try my best to locate their missing loved ones. And we were able to do that with the help of Libyan authorities. Ano? At uh, magkakaroon na sila ng closure and hopefully in the next few weeks, uh, we would be able to send a team from the National Bureau of Investigation to exhume the remains and identify and repatriate them. Oh, pero sir, 
Okay, so, so uh, March 2015, right? So you just arrived in New York. Ah, wait. In the 2000, sorry, 2021 of this year, March, right? What about in Washington, D.C.? Because I know you were also assigned in Washington, D.C. Bago mag-Baghdad and Tripoli, you were already yes, in Washington. Yes, bago mag-Baghdad or... I was there for two and a half years. Oh, wow. Well, grabe, sir. Well-rounded. Okay. Pero boring dun. Ah, talaga? Why? After five, wala na, di ba? Yeah, challenging yung, yung Iraq and and then I'm sure. Well, actually, when 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 Iraq, I was I was uh, the public diplomacy officer in in Washington when the uh, ambassador, our ambassador in in Baghdad, resigned. So Manila was looking for a replacement, and sure, parang attractive siyang bigla eh, ba? So parang kasi in 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 Washington hindi po nakukuha yung fulfillment eh parang may kulang ba mm-hmm. okay. so so you know who I asked first it was uh, secretary of national defense Delfin Lorenzana who was uh, then uh, the veterans affairs uh, representative in Washington so pumunta ako sa kanya so fourth floor I was on the third floor then I asked him Sir, may vacancy sa Iraq. I'm interested. Do you think I should go for it? And Secretary Lorenzana said, go. So that also convinced me to 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 apply for for the position. You know? So, in a sense, compared to to Washington, yung Iraq gave me both personal and professional fulfillment. But also compared to when I was here first in 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 New York from 2003 to 2010, seven years ago with the Philippine mission to the United States Nations. So parang when, oh, you compare, UN. Okay. So when you compare yung job, parang, ko, we're, we're, we're in the United Nations most of the time attending these meetings and then sending reports. Uh, when we have the General Assembly in September every year, we have to be there to, you know, listen to world leaders or their representatives and then write reports to Manila. But, you know, how have I contributed to a more peaceful world? And even in Washington, diba? So, but in, in Iraq, nakita mo yung fulfillment in the way yung kababayan natin would thank you We're just doing something mm-hmm. for them, di ba? Yung mga trafficking victims na na-rescue natin, yung mga may problema with their employers na naayos natin, yung mga hindi nasasahuran na sumahod dahil nakapag-intervene yung embassy, yung mga uh, walang pamasahe na gusto umuwi, na naiwi natin, uh, yung mga namatay na naiwi rin natin, So, you know, yung, yung thank you na yun, parang okay. Parang yun yung nagdadrive sa atin to do more to serve our people eh. Okay. Parang sa, sa iba, maliit na bagay. But you know, pag natulungan mo yung kababayan, malalang feeling niya hopeless siya. Yung situation niya, walang magtutulong. Yung, at natulungan mo, and then yung pasasalamat yun. That's really something, ano. And the one, 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 uh, incident I would not forget in Iraq, for instance. Uh, we lost 13 
Filipina in a fire at a hotel. So labing tatlo. We don't lose that many people in one incident. So we we flew to Erbil in the Kurdistan region and we had to identify all 13. So yung 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 ano ko doon is ano eh yung parang iba pag nagko-convey ka ng condolences or you inform the family of yung namatay siya. Ang hirap na, di ba? Yung kami tatawag and you break the the news that you know your loved one you know just died i had to do that 13 times i had to call the families oh, wow. of 13 women so parang di ba paano mo sasabihin yun na labing tatlo yung ito na parang problema na eh di ba parang ang hirap but but Imagine we had 13 yeah but, you know yung, yung ano namin doon is, is so we, we really assured the families that we would do our best to bring them home and and you know, in the Middle East, you, know, you cannot really repatriate remains in a span of a few days. Sometimes it takes several weeks or several months before you yung yung remains of our mga kababayan who, who, who die uh, in Saudi Arabia or in other places. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we were able to really work closely with authorities in Kurdistan to allow us to bring our kababayan home in just a matter of seven days. So. Yung, yung ano ko dyan, yung, nung, nung naiwi na namin, naipalipad na yung mga remains, uh, we rewarded ourselves. So I, I brought my team to to a shopping mall. So makapunta kami sa KFC. Walang KFC sa, sa Baghdad eh. So nasa Erbil lang yun. So nilapitan kami ng group of Filipinos. And then they just said, Sir, thank you po. Sabi ko, bakit? Kasi naiuwi niyo po yung ating mga kababayan, yung labing tatlo. Sabi ko, mga kasamahan niyo ba sila? Kilala niyo? Hindi po. Pero mabilis po yung nagawa niya. Naiuwi niyo sila ng mabilis. So, thank you po. Diba? And then, okay. Oh, wow. So, we went to KFC and we ordered uh, yung bucket. You know, and, and, and the Filipinos who were there, yung crew, the Filipino crew, uh, said, uh, sir, ito po yung ano namin sa inyo. Yung, they, they gave us this brownies and I think also yung Pepsi. Ano. So, you know, we did order the, the the brownies and yung Pepsi. Hindi ho, I mean, kami na ho yan. Sabi ko, no, no, we'll pay for it. Sir, napakalit na bagay lang po yan for all the things that you do for the Filipino community here. So, yun nakaka-touch yung ganoon. So, pag nagre-relate ko yan, di ba? Parang gusto yes. mo pa, you, you want to do more. So, parang alam mo na, you know, they they, they really need you there. Yung, yung, yung relations that you establish with them. Parang sa akin, hindi, hindi, hindi sila kliyente. Di ba? Parang you have to look at them as family as, as well. Eh. So, tawag nila sa akin, no? tatay. So, sa Libya, they call me tatay. Naging tatay ka na. Parang humukhang oh, wow. tatay. <laughs> Sabi ko, kuya lang. Kuya, kuya lang. Correct, correct. Di ba? Kuya Pero, lang. Sir, oh. But sir, okay, so oh, so from there, diba, of course, I'm sure you miss them so much, right? At saka, sir, sa totoo lang, while you're telling all these this stories, I mean, I just realized na, wow, I thought, I'll be honest with you, my my notion when in, in terms of diplomats are more like, you know, like attending galas and going to different, you know, like parties and just mingling. But I didn't know that the responsibilities of being a consul general is that intense. 
Pero anong plano niyo naman po dito sa, sa, sa New York naman? So, how's, do you have any expectations? Siyempre, magkaibang magkaiba eh. Oo, alam po namin na diba? hindi po kasing exciting doon ng uh, Baghdad. <laughs> you know, it's not that exciting. Uh, unless, Jesse, unless Jesse gawin natin exciting, guluhin natin si Conjun, si Conjun sa ano, <laughs> sa embassy. Nako, diba? nagot. Okay. If you compare New York with Libya and ano, diba? And Iraq. So, yung, yung dalawang bansa siguro, pwede barangay captain ako doon given the small yes. community. But here in New York, I have to look after the well-being and interest of more than 300,000 Filipinos. So, medyo mag-level up ako. Parang mayor ako, di ba? Parang Oo, mayor. mayor na, mayor na. Baka naman congressman, congen, hindi mayor. <laughs> oh, oh, mayor, mayor na. Okay. So, okay, what uh, my responsibilities are, of course, yung, yung primary ano mo dyan, is to look after the Filipino community here and, and the northeastern seaboard and you know, all 10 states uh, under our jurisdiction uh it's the delivery of consular services we need to make sure that uh, we are responsive we are able to uh meet the consular needs ng ating mga kababayan dito passports uh, mga, mga documents that need to be consularized mga dual citizen applications that that's one aspect of our work uh mm-hmm. As, as a consulate, we're also responsible uh, in promoting the Philippines as an investment, trade, and tourism destination. That's part of our work, too. And uh, looking after the well-being of our Kababayan. So we have issues such as uh, COVID-19 uh, and also most recently Asian hate. Asian hate is what greeted me when I arrived uh, from Tripoli on March 13. So parang, you know, my, my expectations here was that well, New York would be a bit more relaxing. Diba? Parang, kung, kung sa Libya, sabi ko, kung sa Libya, uh, natutulog ako ng 2 a.m., 3 a.m., siguro, this time I would be able to get eight hours of sleep. Diba? Oh, wow. But, I was, I'm getting eight hours, but slowly I'm, I'm making the adjustments. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I've, I've realized how heavy the workload is here. In fact, uh, yung, yung trabaho mo every day, you know, when, when you wake up, you check emails, you check messages, and then you go here, mga meetings, then you have to go to reports uh, coming in, and then the reports that you have to send to Manila, then you have to look after yung, yung services sa baba, and then andaming meetings, Ngayon ko lang na-realize, nakakapagod pala yung tatlong Zoom meetings in a single day. But, oh, that's part yeah. of the job. Mm-hmm. And uh, yung, yung major challenge natin ngayon would, would really be uh, Asian hate. Okay? And yes. it's really unfortunate no, na in the past weeks, uh, the search has been continuing. And we've been seeing more violent acts being taken against Asian Americans uh, of which we belong. Ano? Yung, yung, a few days ago, there was this Taiwanese American who was attacked with the hammer. Oo nga, the, yeah. the, the, dalawa yeah, sila true. tapos ha- hammer. So and it's just sad watching the videos like there's no sense to it. <laughs> you know? So 
even I was really disturbed when 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 the attack against Bill Macari uh, place in in, yeah. in March March, right? Yung parang how, how could you even attack an an old woman and then yung yung, yung napakabayan di ba parang Ganun may gagawin, parang nanay mo na yan, parang lola mo na yan, di ba? Exactly. Hindi yeah. katanggap-tanggap sa atin. And then yung kay Noel Quintana, who was attacked with, with a box knife, or tapos na slash yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. Bakit, bakit nangyayari ito? So we, 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 we're trying to understand bakit. And of course, it's most likely COVID-related. And we, we don't think we are being targeted deliberately because we're Filipinos. No, I think... We're being targeted because we're Asians, and there's we're Asian, this mistaken yeah. perception that you know we're, we're we're from that place where the virus originated. But the attacks are mostly spontaneous and provoked, and I, I'm convinced that my mental health issue related to mga attacks na to eh, di ba? Ano natin? Kung kumatino yung pag-iisip mo, hindi mo gagawin to. And uh, we we. The latest data we have, you uh, report sa pumasok na sa is about 10 incidents of uh, anti-Asian hate crimes uh, that involve Filipinos. And uh, we're glad that uh, more of our kababayan are starting to report. Yun yung dilemma ko when I first came. Bakit, bakit po konti to? Diba? If, if the data provided by the NYPD is correct, there should be more. Uh, and and yeah. we're, we're undaming cases na hindi report And I guess it's it's because we, we really don't take it seriously unless it's it's a violent mm-hmm. uh, incident like that, what happened to Noel Quintana and uh, Kevin Makari. But, you know, yung mga incidents where uh, mga verbal ano lang, insults, you go back to our country, you know, there's no place yeah, for you true. here, you don't belong here. We, we tend to be dismissive of this. Diba? Parang wala lang naman yan eh. Ganun lang naman yung sinabi sa akin eh. Diba? But we need we need this information so we could assess uh, how hate crimes are uh, impacting the community. Kailangan makita natin yan. So, for instance, diba? yung, nung tinignan ko yung data kanina, we, two, of the, two of the ten incidents uh, took place near Times Square. But syempre, dalawa pa lang yan. But kung maraming information yung natatanggap namin, maraming cases, then we'll be able to really assess and say, you know, oh, most of the incidents are taking place in Times Square. So please, when you're in the area, mm-hmm. be extra vigilant. Baka matarget kayo ng ganito. Or we could say many of the incidents take place in the subway. Oh, nga, sir. We could issue an alert to kababayan for them to be aware that mm-hmm. this particular subway line could be dangerous for them but okay, or we could, yeah. we, could, we could share the information with nypd and say dito dito yung ano dito yung cases this is where it is so can you please add more police officers there so that they, they'll be more visible so ayun yung gusto sana natin mangyari and, and we're glad that mm-hmm. uh our are starting to to respond and uh of course it's not just reporting that we want them to do. We want them to, you know, to take more concrete action in terms of preventing yung mga situations like that. So if they witness a crime, a hate crime, 
they should report to authorities. They should try to document if they could disrupt, disturb, or whatever. Then they should do that. And in fact, there's one case uh, two weeks ago where one kababayan of ours, a passport applicant, nandun siya sa may Penn Station, bumibili dun mm-hmm. sa isang food cart. Nung nagbabayad siya, nakita niya yung vendor na may sinasabihin siya, don't you dare, don't you dare touch her. So, sa side nung ano niya, nakita niya yung may tao, and pagtingin niya, susuntokin siya. Nakailag naman yung kababayan wow. natin. She's a 32-year-old caregiver. Nakailag siya, and then, you know, three men came in and shielded her. At tinulak okay. yung attacker. Diba? So, yun sana yung gusto natin mangyari para somehow we could prevent this uh, in more incidents like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're working with authorities, we're working with members of the Filipino community and trying to come up with uh, training uh, sessions on bystander intervention, for instance. So, we, we hope to be able to do this. And, you know, do this uh, in Tagalog, in the English, because marami sa ating mga kababayan dito would better understand, di ba? Uh, Tagalog yung explanation para, you know, they'll be more aware and, and, and know what to do when they sure. find themselves okay. in situations like this. At kailangan po namin talaga yan, Kwanzen, uh, kasi like me and most of the Filipinos here in New York, we are all commuting at sa, sub- sa subway po ako and Kaya very vigilant ako, nakunak-nako. Sino yung katabi ko? Uh, hindi ko tatagalin mask ko para hindi makita na uh, Hispanic slash Filipino looking ako. <laughs> diba? Ganun talaga. Tapos, Uh-oh. ayun nga, nakaka- nakakatakot nga siya. But, but yan nga, kailangan natin, kailangan natin maging vigilant din, ano? Sobra, sobra. At saka, at saka, buti may tumulong doon sa nakwento ninyo. May tatlong taong tumulong. But most, walang tutulong sa'yo eh. True, true. No? Tsaka gusto ko po yung na-mention nyo kanina, Conjen, about... Um, Let's say you will have probably like a um, a training, you know, like probably self defense training and oh, things yeah. like that. That will be awesome. That will be awesome. Imagine. Ayun pala sa kakonsen. Masyado ano, di ba? Baka in self defense magi masyadong confident yung tao. Oo nga kasi. Kasi konsen sugod kay nang sugod eh. Ako maduwag ako. Ano ba lalaban ba ako? Ano ba? Tatakbo ba ako? Sabi ni ano? Sabi ko, if Kung nandun ako sa lugar kung saan in-assault si Bill Makari, ano yung gagawin ko? So, I'll try to disrupt. Eh, di ba naglabas ng knife yung, ano, yung attacker? Oo. Uh-huh. Yes. So, manghahabol yan. Sabi ko, paano ba ito? Hindi pa naman ako fit. Hindi ako makakatakbo. <laughs> di ba, baka ako na yung masaksak. Oo, oo, oo. I'm sure many of our kababayan uh, are thinking of this. Uh, my, my parents were here in, in, in New York in the 19th. 80s and up to the early uh, 2000. Yung, yung, yung sabi nila sa akin when I first came here, sabi niya, pag nagsasaboy ka, huwag mo tignan yung mga katabi mo, di ba? Huwag kang titingin. Kasi baka may tinignan kayo, may, may mga sensitive dyan na baka anong gawin sa'yo. And then, kung may nangyari, may nakita kang natumba dyan or what, huwag mong lapitan. Kasi baka ikaw yung pagbintangan, di ba? So most, most, I think, not most, but many of our kababayan still have this mindset, di ba? Mm-hmm. Na parang, uy, ayoko na makialam dito, baka maabala pa. Baka, or baka pati ikaw, makasalay. Baka pati di ba? So, uh-huh. k- kailangan maayos yung mga, yung, yung, ma-address ma- natin yung ganong klaseng, ano, pananaw, na, oh, okay. na tumulong in any other way. So, in if you would, way. 
uh, an incident taking place, yeah, pwede mong tawagan yung crime stoppers, give information din uh, ident- to help identify the perpetrator at para mahuli rin yan, ba? And, yes. and we're happy naman na maparami sa mga involved dito sa mga Asian hate crimes ang nahuhuli naman ng mga police. And mm-hmm. as I've said, isolated incident. But we, we cannot really predict where, where it would happen next. Pwede naglalakad lang ako dito sa sa midtown at <laughs> bigla akong sapakin, di ba? Pwede mangyari. So even outside, we, I, I was telling our colleagues here at the Philippine Center, sabi ko, let's try to accommodate those who line up outside. Di ba? Kasi mara, early morning, yung mga na, may appointment ng 9 o'clock. Ay, eh, ang haba ng pila. Oo. Oh, oh. Hindi yung mahaba yung mga. You have 5 to 10 na nandiyan. So, kung oh, pwede, oh. okay na yan. Nung kami pumunta, mahaba ang pila. Medyo mahaba ang pila. Oo. Hindi naman naabot ng 50 siguro yan. Ay, hindi. <laughs> ano, mahaba ang pila for me is 15. Ganon. Parang 15 to 20. Anong avenue nyo ba umabot, Jess, yung pila? <laughs> hindi naman. Mahaba, for me, mahaba na yung pila so, na yun. Sabi ko, yung oh, concern ko doon, yung concern ko, baka sa pakin nung, ano yun, di ba, ba nakapila doon? Sabi ko, oh, oh, mahirap yun. Tapos nasa harapan pa ng Philippine Consulate. So, we, we're, we're, we need to be sensitive to to that. You know? So, yeah. ayan. So, we 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 didn't have we don't have a lot of incidents taking place, but based on statistics, US wide, you know, we're number four. Sa mga natamaan ng mga yeah, sa Asian hate uh, incidents. Asian the hate first are the Chinese and I think the Japanese, uh, Koreans and then maybe Vietnamese rin eh. So I think we're number four, number five. So the wow. mga target are East are mostly East Asians. If we look, we look at Asia, right? Yes, the, the yeah. chinky eyes and the... Yeah, so it's not just the people here, if you're Filipino or what. But they know you're Asian class. That's why it's the virus. Yes, it's the virus. It's the MJ Bacario, perhaps a hotline congen. And <laughs> perhaps PSA dedicated to Filipinos and Tagalog speakers. Immediately after I came in, and nakit na brief na ako dun sa search. We activated the hotline. So, may hotline yung, yung consulate for, for people to be able to call. So, nandiyan yan eh. And there are other ways for people to get in touch with us. Well, phone numbers, nandiyan yung, yung email, yung, yung mga social media accounts natin. So, yun yung ginawa natin as uh, part of our efforts to address the issue. And we've, we've been doing online. Uh, webinars, webinars with, with the Filipino community on uh, Asian hate in partnership with other organizations. So may, may mga steps na yung ginagawa mm-hmm. kasi dito yung, parang dito yung epicenter ng mga Asian hate uh, crimes. Eh. It's, it's New York. Mm-hmm. True. That they is just, so true. They just need Compared someone to, to blame. Unfortunately, you know, reason. Eh. Pero, okay, um, Konja, na-mention mo kanina about passport. May nag-ask dito eh, si about passport uh, ah uh, wait lang ha asan na ba yung may nag-ask dito about sa passport eh ayun ay si MJ nanman hi MJ we'll see you in a few weeks okay do you need a passport to travel in the Philippines now even having dual citizenship yeah kunjin nga pala i heard daw na we cannot use our cuz i'm a dual citizen so uh, we i can't use my my filipino passport anymore to go home okay 
I don't know. Na. You, you could go even with, with that dual certification. May, may, we, we issue this piece of paper for you to be able to go home. But right now, the IATF just made an announcement that uh, Balikbayans, so former Filipinos, uh, can now travel back to the Philippines. Nagkaroon lang kami nung surge in dual citizenship applications because mm. at certain points in the past year when when we had the pandemic, we only allow Filipinos to go home. So maraming nag-apply to be dual citizens more, more than oh. what they used to, to mm. uh, receive. No? So, but now with the new guidelines, you could go home as... as uh, as so open na sir like a uh, Filipinos so we, okay. we do expect a uh, decline in the number of dual citizenship applications now that you've discussed passports also no yung alam natin yung issue rito sa New York and in the rest of the United States yung yung bakit matagal yung appointments Yes. Yes, po. May, may, may mga tanong, may mga tanong po ang mga kaibigan ko. Yan ang same Uh-oh. na tanong ko. Dahil nga, bakit July pa? Na-approve na, 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 bakit wala pang interview? Isang yeah, taon na. Bakit po ganun? Uh-huh. Bakit, po ganun? Uh, bakit uh, hindi sumasagot sa po? Ang daming mga complaints, diba? Hmm. Uh, but, you know, let, let me explain. The reason why we could only accommodate a certain number is because of uh, COVID restrictions. Uh, oh, limitations okay. on how many people can actually occupy uh, a building and most people were required to work from home. So, nakita namin So, I, I asked when I came in, how can we increase our capacity? Diba? So, in the past several weeks, we, you know, we, we reviewed the system para makita nat- namin paano kami makakapag-accommodate ng mas maraming kababayan. And beginning May 1, we, we, we started accommodating more. And we announced that during our Filipino Community General Assembly, you know, so we announced that we now could take more passport applicants. We added uh, 200 slots per month. And uh, dual citizenship also application for consularization, talagang mas marami yung kaya mm-hmm. ngayon. Then, mm-hmm. yung most important, we, we gave a window for those with emergency cases to reach us. Kasi I think yung, yung complaints are mostly from those who need to go home urgently. Yung namatayan sila, di ba? Yes. Of course, you need to know how how kababayan who recently lost loved ones are, are, are feeling, di ba? Parang sabi ko, so mga kasama natin dito we we need to know how they feel ikaw kung tayo namatay paano ba natin gusto ma-resolve yung issue so if we have kababayan with such emergency cases may death in the family uh, medical emergencies etc all they have to do is email uh, us and oh, then, wow. and say no i have an emergency ito yung ito yung proof di ba or i lost someone and we will do it the same day. We we did this for a kababayan in Connecticut who lost her son uh, mm-hmm. in a motorcycle accident. So we, we, we processed her dual citizenship application in a matter of hours to allow her to go home to bury her son. We had a kababayan from Washington State who also needed to go home to bury his mom. 
but puno yung mga uh, appointment slots sa uh, San Francisco and mm-hmm. and A and he flew he flew to New York and we he should be uh, I, I personally swore him in as uh, as a Filipino and he's now in the Philippines so yung mga cases na ganyan mga humanitarian cases so we 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 have ano, we we will immediately approve those but of course syempre dapat sigurado tayo diyan alam mo naman yung mga Pinsan, your, your shortcut and even appointments. Uh, we we release appointment slots regularly, and even with this uh, additional capacity, uh, we think ma accommodate natin yung mga kababayan natin. So kumisan alam mo naman tayo, di ba? Magattempt lang na minsan, check yung website. Ay walang slots. Tapos na ako complain na. Complain na. Oh, complain na. Some some of you need to be patient. I was I had a visitor here earlier before our session tonight and he was saying he tried once wala and after a few minutes he tried again and he was able to get an appointment so we, we just need to be patient we, we have very limited personnel and resources to be able to do everything at once siyempre mas gusto namin talaga kung pwede nga lang kung mag-apply ka ngayon same same time makuha mo yung ano eh makuha mo exactly. yung appointment yeah, but, but we cannot we, we, we have uh, as I've said a limited number of personnel and there are complaints about us not answering phone calls this is this situation is not unique to the consulate in new york it 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 happens in, in any other embassy or consulate uh, of the philippines or of any other country so the problem you know the the information that we are asking is actually there it's available it's online passport requirements everything's there everything but, is there true but you know our mentality we we want to hear a voice requirements so even even in in facebook I, I tried to respond okay from from the time i was in iraq libya and even here if you message me i will reply so yung yung problema nga lang dyan, yung, yung kumisan magtatanong uh, to may may emergency sila so kailangan na mag-renew ng passport and they will say yes then they'll ask ano po yung requirements so parang it's so difficult please refer to for you to no, di ba? uh-oh in pace ka, di ba? parang so I, I sometimes have to say well I'm sorry if I have to do it na parang uh, the information is avoid, available online Search, you, you, we need to teach our people na, you know, tulungan nyo rin naman kami. Kasi if, if, you know, this basic information that you're asking, you want us to, to spoon feed you, it's gonna take time, di ba? Uh, from our efforts to attend to other uh, kababayan who may have emergency cases. So, most of the information is actually there online. But, yeah, but we, we still would reply, of course. Well, our, our consuls and vice consuls here would, would also reply to messages, comments on Facebook. And no, we, because we, we want to be able to communicate this to our kababayan. Alam nila na nandito kami. But as I've said, limited resources, limited personnel. If we answer phone calls, wala nang, wala nang magpo-process ng mga passports or mga dual citizens. Oo, patay. Oo, phone, eh. So, the, the solution here is a, is a call center, of course, but fortunately, we still don't have the resources to to have a call center that would, you know, 
answer phone calls kahit ako gusto ko nga pag may tumawag may option if you want to talk to a consular officer in Ilocano in Kapampangan in Cebuano may option ka dapat may options oo oh, oh, kaso kulang no oo oh, oh. yung makababayan natin diyan eh. diba um, so Conjun I have a question importante to ha because a couple of um, people has been asking me before and even actually a few days ago when they saw the 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 poster that we posted uh what about those um people filipino people who is not um how do you say it what's the right term for that was is not is no, undocumented. undocumented so i'm sure most of them are scared they about to does it they need the passport that even if they're not legal here they need the passport to show diba so mga okay we're asking that question you know Okay. Yes, in your assessment, namin, but yung, this this came out when we were discussing Asian hate. Bakit hindi report yung iba? So most likely, yung status sila is undocumented or out of status sila, iba. So parang pag nagreport ako sa NYPD, bakak nagreport ako sa immigration. Hindi sila ganyan, no? di ba? Hindi sila, di ba? Kung mag-report naman ako sa consulate, mag-renew ako ng password, manalaman nilang out of status ako. Baka i-report rin nila ako. Yeah. But this kind of uh, mentality has been there decades back. Diba? Uh, yun nga, yung, yung, I don't know why people have this misplaced perception na pag pumunta sa embassy, lumapit, kami mismo yung, yung mag-turn in. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. So, one, on Asian hate, NYPD assured us several times that if undocumented Filipinos report cases to them, they really don't care what your status is. They would look at you as a uh, as a victim, status mo. So that alone is assurance enough for kababayan who are victims of hate crimes to report to authorities para matulungan sila, para mat maturo sa kanila anong resources na meron ang, ang city government of New York or even the state government to address their their specific concerns. And then sa, sa consulate naman, di ba? Yung focus natin actually, yung, yung gusto natin bigyan ng attention or undocumented kababayans. Diba? Mm-hmm. Doon kami pumapasok and we'd like to assure, assure them na we're, we're here for them. Diba? Y- yung mga Filipino-Americans na, na okay na yung buhay, okay na yan, di ba? Konti lang yung problema involving them that we need to address. But ito mga undocumented. And even documented uh, Filipinos who are still Filipino citizens, they are our responsibility. So we, we really need to look after them. And mm-hmm. in fact, I remember when, when I was still here in, in 2003 to 2010, may, may, may controversy and the the consulate was being criticized uh, for its failure or maybe the perceived lack of action doon sa repatriation ng remains ng mga undocumented nating mga kababayan. Yeah. But that was decades ago. We, we, we have progressed a lot in terms of yung response mechanisms natin uh, sa mga nationals in distress. No, the Philippine government has always recognized the important contribution of Filipinos here in the United States 
to our economic transformation. And that's why it allocated a lot of resources for us to be able to assist them in case needed. So take a look at what happened the past year where we have to spend millions, hundreds of millions of pesos, even billions, to be able to bring home mga kababayan natin who were stranded overseas na walang pamasahe para makauwi, na walang ng trabaho because of COVID, walang means para makabalik sila sa Pilipinas. The Philippine government paid for their repatriation. Diba? Compare that with other countries, Western countries, who really would not... No, bahala ka sa sarili mo. Ganun yung attitude ng iba. Diba? And even if they repatriate you, sisingilin ka nila. You would receive a statement, some mail. After? Yeah, that's other country. Oh, but okay, but at least in the Philippines. Okay, good. So this is something that, siguro hindi alam ng marami sa ating kababay, lalo-lalo na dito sa US, ano, because kukonti lang naman yung nare-repatrate natin dito, but, but we do that. But in the Middle East, di ba, talagang feel na feel ng mga kababay natin yung, yung response ng, ng, ng ating government uh, in in their situation. In Libya, for instance, we were able to bring home 300 Filipinos. Uh, in June of last year, we, we sent a plane to repatriate Filipinos from Algeria, Tunisia, and Libya. So, nandiyan yung mga resources na yan. We, we did have those before. And uh, I've served several administrations and the, uh, this administration has allocated a lot of resources for us to be able to assist our kababayan here in the United States and in other parts of the world. So, kung may undocumented tayong kababayan dito na, na hospitalized, we could respond if they need assistance. Yun na nga, sir. I want to ask you that. Yeah, let's say mga undocumented yeah, na wala talaga. One billion pesos was allocated to the Department of Foreign Affairs precisely to oh, assist wow. the Filipino nationals. So, kung kung may kababayan tayo rito na undocumented, gusto na umuwi, then we'll request Manila for approval sa funding. Lahat naman ng gastos kasi we have to request ano, clearance muna eh. Okay. And, and okay. Kung naman yan, lalo na kung undocumented and there are no, they have no means to to, to go home. So yun yung wow. sabi kong hindi siguro alam pa ng ating mga kababayan dito. No? Kaya importante yung information dissemination uh, you'll expect the consulate in the next few weeks to be more active in social media. And uh, like what I did in Iraq and in, in Libya, we, we just uh, created the Kapulungan ng Filipinos in New York that would serve as our private chat group where concerns such as the ones that you raised could be discussed between us outside of a public setting. Kasi, Kumisa, pag-discuss mo yan sa labas, ang daming ibang lahi nakikipaghalo. Ginugulo yung discussions. But mm. we've created this uh, new social media platform using Facebook to allow us to interact on a more regular basis. Kasi nakita okay. ko parang kulang yung, yung, ano, yung interaction between us. Eh. Especially on, on a lot of issues na ginagawa na pala namin, hindi alam ng mga kababayan natin. So, example, yung nasabi ko ngang adjustments that we made in terms of delivering consular services to our people. In addition to, to what I told you, 
we we have opened the slots two Saturdays a month for Silvicio Sabado sa Consulado to allow us to accommodate more kababayan. Uh, two weeks ago, we did this and we focus on uh, the elderly, uh, persons with disability, uh, and, and others. And this coming Saturday, we are dedicating that particular consular service to our frontliners, nurses, doctors, etc., who would need uh, assistance. And alam mo naman dito, di ba? Mm-hmm. Uh, pag nag off ka, malaki mawawala sa'yo. So we, we yeah. took that into consideration as well. So sabi natin, let's open on Saturdays. Like maybe this is the only time our nurses could uh, could go to us without you know mm-hmm. uh, having sure. to take time off work. So yun yung magusto natin mangyari. And uh, of course, we've also been telling our people we need feedback. So we 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 need them to tell us what they want us to do, where we could improve. So good or bad, we need to know. So you know, kung hindi namin na ano, we cannot be detached. Eh. We, we sure. need to hear from our people. So as long as naman your objective is to improve services, of course, to do things better, then that would be But, most welcome. I have another question. Um, kasi I've, I have some few friends from years ago and even like a couple of years ago that let's say whenever they have a problem, let's say with their status, for example, um, uh, they were denied, let's say one, two, two, twice or three times. Let's say one person is a nurse, another person is, I forgot, uh, Their, their their jobs but they were denied but they were pleading you know like for for another you know for another um case do you think the 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 philippine um embassy can help can help them can they seek help can they ask you guys to to help them ano na deny ng ng us embassy and then can they ask for help or we, we no? cannot intervene there the same way that oh, okay. they can tell us what to do Like a few weeks ago, uh, I, I got a message from a friend of mine who said, Oh, now you're Consul General. Can you help me get the visa for my sister? We cannot do that. But we cannot tell uh, the U.S. Embassy who to give okay, a visa to. But the same way they cannot tell me to give a visa to this person. We have to respect you. Mm-hmm, you cannot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and believe it or not, I tried... Before I, I wrote a letter on behalf of my brother, uh, twice, uh, telling the embassy that no, I'll, he'll be staying with me, and my brother was denied twice despite that letter. So that oh, doesn't matter. Okay, so alam nyo na. Okay. <laughs> we, we cannot we cannot do that. Now, if you're you're asking for you know, can you help us with passports? Okay, lang, diba? yes. the, Please don't don't. <laughs> look at us as para passport para sabi ko nga luminsa para mukha ba akong passport at ang dami ko diba pero paano paano ang ng passport paano ang passport si Conjen kita ako para am i walking passport ayan yung ayan yung ayan yung may passport kuha tayo passport diyan kuha tayo ng paraan para makakuha tayo ng passport sabi ko nga sa mga kasama ko rito diba parang ang daming request for passport that's fine diba but but we have to to classify which is urgent what's very urgent or ipa like ayo lang pumila to or ano so may may ano na kami diyan diba kung tatcha naman ayo lang pumila okay we schedule natin bigyan natin ng schedule diba uh-huh. so hindi naman urgent to so pwedeng in three weeks oh ano yung mga very urgent oh so, yeah, next week yan 
extremely urgent, okay, ngayon yan. Kwento ko yung, yung mga ano, there were times when, you know, I would get messages asking for help in password to you was. So, well, when I checked, when I scrolled up, I said, oh, the last time he messaged me was five years ago. Also for a password to new one. So, in between, walang, hi, Elmer, how are you? Oh, kumusta? Wala man ako mustahan. In between. Bukan na ba akong password na... Password ATM. Oo. Walang ba ako dahil sa password? Ginagamit ka. Alam mo ba, galing ako sa Iraq, nakapunta na ako na libre, nakapalik. And now, Siguro happy rin ako, 10 years na lang ngayon, di ba? Yung, yung validity period ng passport, it's 10 years. 10 years. Uh-huh. 10 years ko na lang siya. Marilig. Oo, expect from him again after 10 years. After 10 years. Oo, oh, di ba? Hindi ko naman tinitern. When, when they ask help, I, I really uh-huh. need help. Uh-huh. Of course, yeah. extend your help. Pero yung, yun, yung, yung dilemma natin ngayon. So we, you know, you, we know people who are in, in California, for instance, and of course, we have two consulates there asking me for help in getting accommodated. So, so ina-assess ko kasi I, I don't want to add to the burden ng ating konsulado doon. Kasi, he, talaga, mas marami yung mga Filipino doon. More than one million yung mga kababayan natin. They, they really are overwhelmed. So, I'm ayoko sure. kung yung katawag ka sa akin, pwede ba ako isingit mo ako rito? Siyempre, nahihiya rin ako sa fellow consul general ko doon, di ba? <laughs> oh, sila, hindi naman sila nagre-request ng... Elmer, can you accommodate? Wala. Ako lang yung nag-re-re. So, <laughs> okay, if kababayan from out of state would need help, punta kayo rito. Then I could accommodate you same day. You know, but sure. <laughs> mahirap uh-huh. yung ano. And, and, and since we're talking about this, ano, siguro kababayan should also plan ahead. Di ba? Uh-huh. We, we know what the problem is in terms of yun, yeah, accommodating yung mga passport applicants. So if, if your passport is expiring within the year, you could start, you know, uh, requesting for an appointment this early. Don't wait for, for your passport to reach six months na lang. Kasi, kumisa, baka hindi ka napapayagan ng, ng airline mag-board eh, Because under international rules, your passport should be valid at least six months. Unless, of course, you're going back to the Philippines. Mm. So kung, kung one year pa yung, yung validity, mag-request na kayo ng schedule this early. And then you also have to uh, dissipate yung time. Ano? It, unlike before, where we could do the passports here in the United States, here in New York, we we would do it manually before. Now we have to print the passports in a central location in the Philippines. So it would take you from four to six weeks before the new passport. We cannot, sabi nyo, pwede mo paki-expedite, mukuha ko next week. Hindi mangyayari yun, di ba? Mahirap. Ah, Especially okay. with COVID. With COVID, medyo nag-reduce nag, uh, yung capacity natin sa Pilipinas. And, uh, as you know, we, we've had colleagues in the Office of Consular Affairs, which oversees passport operations, who, who tested positive and we even have some who died. So kaya, we have to plan ahead. So para maiwasan hmm. natin yung stress, di ba, na parang... Uh, Bakit ang hirap, ano, nagagalit sila, kung ano-ano pinapos, iba? So, we, we, we appeal to our kababayan for their kind patience and understanding when it comes to matters like this. But, you know, if we plan ahead, we could avoid such stressful situations. Okay. Pero ito naman, ano, 
Speaking of uh, kanina na mention mo about yung yung mga meron kayong plano mga activities no. Sempre known ang ang Philippine Embassy especially in New York na to have a lot they usually have a lot of activities, diba? So what Marami what pa? I mean you, we used to be we used to be we a lot then like madalas may nareresibo ako mga invitations or nakikita sa mga Facebook yeah. sa social media. What about now na uh na, hindi man it's not covid it's still here but it's slowly opening so open na na pa rin ba or 19 yata eh. yes yung, yung, yung when i was first offered new york i i, I must confess i was hesitant sabi ko parang yung, you know yung, I, i was being told na you know most of your time will be spent attending social gatherings of the community mm-hmm. yung uh, mga mga uh, induction yung mga Fiesta sa New Jersey, Fiesta sa Union City, New Jersey. Fiesta, birthday. So sabi ko naman, parang hindi ko yata kaya yun. Uh, several times a week, I, I, I would have to be attending these events that sometimes would take you several hours. Ano? Uh, I, I'm sure, like say, kung, kung mga uh, anniversary ng mga organization siya, diba? Ang dami mo na gagawin siya. <laughs> Tapos, ikaw yung re-reserve nila, but nang huli, to be the speaker uh, or to induct them. Parang na, medyo na ano ako doon, parang hindi ko yata kaya yung gano'n na several nights a week, sometimes twice in, 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 in one day or three times, ilan yung pupuntahan mo, di ba? So, then I realized because of COVID, medyo na-limit, nabawasan mm-hmm. yung nabala yung in-person interactions. Mm-hmm. Wala problema doon sa in-person, ano? But, Uh, and yeah, your problem. It would take so much of your time. I'm feeling that I could, I could use that time to do more productive. I know, diba? uh, So, like, I'm four hours. I'm not going to sleep. Yeah, they're so, all drunk. <laughs> so that's why I was telling colleagues here when we prepare remarks, you know, let's try to keep them short. So five minutes. We just go straight to the point. And then if puede, uh, I should be in the first part of the program. Yes. So I was talking to to a visitor early and, and I was telling them that, you know, compared to going to one of the hotels and ballrooms uh, and doing those activities, so, mas gusto kong yayain nyo ako sa malit na birthday party na sampu lang tayo, mag-usap-usap tayo to discuss issues, di ba? Mm-hmm. Mga concerns nyo. Mas gusto ko yung maliliit na... Yung, yung intimate at saka makakausap. Yung sa birthday ni Jaycast. Birthday ko. I was... I was telling nga, yung kausap ko kanina, nabi ko, you know, I was a student activist when I was in college. So, so, so and I was a journalist too. So, sanay ako makipag-usap sa mga, sinasabi niya mga ordinary. So, mga, kami mga ordinary Filipinos rito, sabi niya. Sabi ko, you know, yung, yung impression natin sa mga embassies natin, so, when, when you invite people to attend receptions, or, or ano, it's yung mga influential lang na mga bigatin na tao na Diba? Yung mga Pilipinos mm-hmm. na occupying, ano, yung mga mayayaman na, 
I, I want to change that perception. Hindi, I, I don't want to see the same faces all the time attending our receptions. We need to reach out. And karamihan sa mga Pilipino sa area of jurisdiction natin are what my visitor described as ordinary Filipinos. No, teachers, mm-hmm. caregivers, restaurant workers. Mm-hmm. I need sure. to talk to them as well. So instead of wasting four hours, diba? maybe I could have three hours to spend with them. Maybe in Little Manila and Woodside, kahit magkape ka lang doon. Diba? Yun yun yung kasasasal sure. nangyari. I, 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 want, I, I want the consulate to to go to them. Diba? Hindi sila yung pupunta sa amin. Diba? I, I want to go out. Wow. At kailangan ma-feel mo yung, yung ground eh. So ano, ano yung problema ng mga caregivers natin? Anong problema ng mga nurses natin? May mga problema ba sila? Baka may problema sila, hindi natin alam. Oh, kasi hesitant sila. Diba? So... Mm-hmm. The consulate is here for them. So if I need to go out, and like what we're doing now, for the past four weeks, we're trying to support small Filipino businesses. So we make mm-hmm. it a point to go out and have lunch in, in a, a small Filipino restaurant. So it's our way of supporting, and we use social media to promote them as well. So in some Facebook posts, even from outside the United States are saying, oh, it's they, they, they want to go. Those from out of state, from Virginia Beach, were saying, if we go to that, we'll go to the restaurants that you mo dahil it's more fun to present them. So that's what we want to do. And you know, we, we want the, the community to work hand-in-hand with us. And uh, as I said, you know, the past few weeks were spent uh, meeting Many of them virtually, and I've seen the own dedication, the commitment nila to serving our people. So, if we could bring everyone together, then that would really be good. You know, we, we could help a lot of people, not just Filipino Americans here who need our help, but also our Kababayan back home. So, dami natin pwedeng gawin together. Nako. That's good, ah. Parang, parang, ano, no? Ano ba yung Tagalog? Congen for the people. Congen for the people. Ay, congen. Pa, pa, so, pagkakain tayo, kakain, wow. kakain tayo sa restaurant, mga 5 to 10 tayo, libre nyo. Ganyan. Oo, oh, ganun. Sinasabi <laughs> 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 ni congen. Pero congen. Okay. Yung, yung may tusok-tusok, yung may fishball, yung sarap. Oh my God. Oo. Oh, yes. oh, oh, mer- mer- meron dito ngayon eh. Parang mm, ganyan eh. Oh, oh, Pinapauso nila. Oh, oh. I was in, a few days after I got in, we were in Woodside. So, nakita ko yung nagtitinda ng taho. Tagal ko na hindi kumakain ng taho. Wala sa taho. Diba? So, madami tayong pwedeng atin dito. And Magawa, no? We're preparing for Filipino Restaurant Week in, in a few months. And, uh, you know, you consider... Live? Of course, it's live, right? The Filipino Restaurant Week? I mean, I thought like you will have it in... Okay. Oh, so Filipino Restaurant but, Week, like, just but, like New but, York uh, Restaurant Week. Nag-a-adjust na, diba? So, restrictions yes. are being So, we, we were looking at more in-person interactions in the coming months. So, yeah, we, we want to revive that uh, Inuman Pulutan project that was initiated uh, years ago. And we, we want to have more uh, artists exhibiting their, their works uh, at the lobby. We want mm-hmm. the designers, Filipino designers here and in the Philippines to start coming back so we could do fashion shows na ginagawa dati and, and other activities okay. para 
you know, we could slowly start to normalize. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's, that's good so news, good no? And of course, Konjan, if you need our help. Uh, over a glass or two are always here for yes. you guys. Of course. Oh, pero, oh, pero, oh yung mga kon- balot. Nako, ba, if you need balot, may mga balot festival. Marami kami, may kilala kami po kukunan lang. Friends, kami mga ganoon. Basket, basket. Yan. Pero, Konzel, gusto namin makilala ka ng konti yung the other side mo. Sabi mo kanina pa, oh. parang mahirap yung mga, uh, mga Pinoy. Uh, one hour 30 na tayo we're about to ask this pati tanong niya oh, na, nga yan. your hobbies mabilis lang content on your off time sir facts about you yes mabilis lang three fun facts about you fun yes <laughs> you, you, you when i was here i used to play war games i, I missed that uh, I, I had this group of filipino and filipino americans when i was younger so, mahilig ako sa sa war games, huh? uh, If you don't oh. know, I'm 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 a, I'm a lieutenant colonel in the Philippine Army Reserve. I'm a reserve officer. So, mahilig oh, wow. na simula nung bata ako, di ba? Mahilig na ako dyan sa uh, baril and also since hindi na ako bata, hindi na ako makatakbo para maglaro ng war games. So, maybe I'll shift to uh, yeah, practical shooting with with my with my with my team. Uh, I Sec- like first to, yan. second naman <laughs> I would like to hindi ako fan person I'm dull and boring you but, are? hindi yeah. naman oh, hindi we <laughs> love listening we love listening to you you're a great storyteller I know hindi ako umiinom di ba? oh I know okay. no there's a lot of people who don't, don't need to drink to be fun and to be yes exactly uh, interesting yung gusto ko here that's on my spare time what I was planning to do before I, I got to New York because okay, I'll have time to yeah uh, uh, do practical shooting with my friends, write my books. Fortune books lah chan So there are several as I've said. Uh, maybe uh, going to try to learn more about filmmaking. So I'm being director. Wow! We need to share stories. Especially yung, yung, yung frustration ko actually ngayon is yung parang lack of nationalism especially sa mga kabataan. Uh, medyo nakakalungkot, ano? Yung parang, you know, because I, I, I grew up and, and during a time na medyo intense pa yung nationalism ng mga tao. Uh, I remember when I was young, I would go home from school and watch uh, TV the afternoon. So, yung makikita ko sa TV na black and white no, are war movies, Filipino war movies about World War II and you would see how Filipino guerrillas would defeat yung uh, invaders back. And of course, some, some of them would even die. So, nakapako sa akin yung ang mamatay ng dahil sa'yo. Diba? Uh-huh. So, so yung, 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 yung nakakalungkot niya na, bakit parang wala nang masyadong ano, di ba? Parang pag nangyari ba, dinusog yung Pilipinas, we get invaded. How many of our people would actually fight the way we did in Bataan in World War II, di ba? So parang, so ano yung, ano yung gagawin na? So maybe we should write books, we should tell stories of uh, valor involving our you know, ancestors. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, bakit wala na movies na ganito? Yung, yung Marawi, uh-huh. for instance, our victory in Marawi, for instance, 
Kasi may movies dyan. Bakit wala tayo movie defeated ISIS? Bakit wala? Diba? Uh, asan yung movies about Bataan? So even here, you know, when I attended the Bataan uh, the Araw ng Kagitingan uh, anniversary last month in Cherry Hill, so because there, there was a marker there on the death march. But bakit wala tayo? These mga statues man lang na to show the shared sacrifice of Filipinos mm-hmm. and Americans. It's very visual yung ano dapat dyan eh. You, you should convey the story in, in such a manner. Kasi it's not just a slab of marble na nandyan tapos babasahin. So at least kung may, kung may naglalakad lang, makita yung, you know, uh, Filipinos and Americans fighting. You know? yung, if, you, if you've been to Bataan, there's this uh, monument in Layak Junction of Filipino scouts, Philippine scouts and Americans. Yung, yung in the ako fighting. So it, it's something that pwede natin gawin dito eh. Di ba? Instead of yung death, sabi ko wag yung death march na naglalakad sila. Sabi ko that's very defeatist. Pakita natin yung lumalaban pa sila. Para at least even, even our American friends would realize na and appreciate, di ba? Na may contribution yeah. ito sa kanila. Yun yung, yun yung napansin kong kulang eh. Na we have not been able to share our stories with them. So, yeah, as you've said, I'm a storyteller and, and I'd want to be able to share the Philippine story in various mediums. So, whether through books, whether mga documentaries, and even yes. movies. Sabi MJ Racadio, there's a film about World War directed by Diane Paragas about USA FFE very soon. Actually, uh, sir, you should, since you're, you, you live in New York right now. There's a lot of schools there for the New York, the New York Film Academy. Yes. And also, sir, Diane Paragas actually... Yeah, MJ, MJ is what? MJ Rakadio actually is um is a, a Hollywood reporter, man, parang blogger, vlog, um, um, blog talk uh, Hollywood. Yeah, so West Coast actually he's coming here next, uh, in two weeks he's staying with me and he's staying in, in New York for two days. Yes. Let's have coffee. Yes, you, you, let's have coffee. Yeah. I was about to, yes. You, you, like, she, she, he or she? He, he. he. Yes. He. Oh, so MJ was mentioning MJ. Good. Kasi nga, yun, yun lang yung ano natin eh. Yun lang yung uh, best way to share our story with, with our local hosts for Americans. So, yung, yung kwento ng bataan na nga lang eh. Imagine mo, di ba? How, how many Americans do you think would know about bataan? You, you ask any ordinary American, they would not even know what Bataan is. Yung mga siguro nasa U.S. Navy would know it's, it's a U.S. Naval vessel or a street in Washington, D.C. But, you know, wala na. So, pa, how, how can you generate support for the Philippines when, when our American friends are not aware, are not even aware that we were the only U.S. colony in history, di ba? True. Hindi nila alam yan. So, marami nope. In fact, you know, when, when I was in Washington, I, I accompanied Ambassador Quisha to the U.S. Congress and we met several senators. And, and one senator asked us, you know, do you have many coconuts in the Philippines? So, 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 so,
bago pa lumabas yung future documentary at movie na direct ni Conjin eh, magpapa-film festival na siya ng mga history ng Filipino dubbed in oh, English. Film, fun. diba? Para ma-promote yes. ang history of the Philippines. Okay, this morning, we we had a meeting with some other kababayan and we were discussing, you know, Noli Metangere and El Filipusturismo. So, there was an opera in New York before, right? Just so, tell why don't we popularize it? Di ba pwedeng i-animate yung Noli Metangere para mas marami yung makapanood. Para maging mainstream, di ba? Di ba? Ang tapa ng utak ni Conjen. Nako, Conjen, you will be a good producer and director. I can tell. Very creative. Oh, wow, ha? Nako, so Conjen, teka, one, ano, nako, oh, magkikong hours na pala. Oh, yung mga God. staff mo dyan, nako, huwag nyo akong, nako, huwag oh, magsasakalin kami. Tagal-tagal nyo. Kailangan na namin mag-dinner. <laughs> Napasarap yung usapan. Dyan, baka yung iba dyan mag-happy hour pa kasi Cinco de Mayo. My God. Uh-huh. Maraming salamat, Thank Conjen. Grabe. Full of insights. Gra- mm-hmm. At saka, maraming salamat for sharing your story. Lahat ng mga, actually, for explaining everything, like what we should expect, di ba? And yung mga, yung mga things that people are so, are so confused, but the Oo, Filipino people. Congen, kami ni Jesse, yung tanong namin eh, Congen, mga, yeah, con- congen lang ba siya ng New York? O na ibang states? Nasagot, sampu pala in the East Coast. There exactly. you go. I'm Not sure like maraming hindi may alam <laughs> Especially sa passport, yung mga Filipinos. Maraming salamat, Conjen. This is a, one of our insa- uh, very insightful um, interview. Maraming yes. salamat. Conjen, would you like to give them your last, uh, your final message to everyone? Yes. Kaya tayo magpaalam at medyo nagugutom na tayo. Yes. I only had two hot dogs for lunch. So, oh, God. Gutom ka na nga. Okay. Gutom na. First of all, thank you to both of you for having me this evening. Alam ko, rush to, di ba? We only met last week. We yes, were able yes. to make this happen. And I'm happy we're able to, as you said, share our insights. Uh, one thing I'd like to say, no, we, we have many problems and we could only solve this if we work together. So what I've been telling our kababayan in our virtual meetings and in-person meetings, you know, So we should not allow our political differences or even personal differences to obstruct or make it difficult for us to help our kababayan here in the United States and in the Philippines for our country. So regardless of uh, our political colors, it could be yellow, red, or whatever, uh, we are Filipinos first and foremost. So dapat yun yung focus natin. What can we do as Filipinos? So, I'm hoping in the few years that I'll be spending here with you, we would be able to unite the community, uh, go beyond our differences, and work together in serving our country and our people. Maraming salamat. Maraming salamat, Conjan. Thank you so much. OJ Cass, close our show. Yes, hindi lang mga mga taga-New Yorkers lahat po na mga kaogat around the world. Thank you for watching and don't forget to share this video amongst your friends and also to please follow us here on Over a Glass or Two in Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and also on Twitch and also follow us on Over a Glass or Two YouTube channel. Konjen! Consul General Elmer Cato, thank you very much for this very insightful and informative visit. Yes, we'll see you personally soon. Yes, mga kaogat, amidst the pandemic, Let's still find ways to be happy. Let's all talk about it. 
over a glass, a glass or, or two. two. Cheers. Thank you, Carson. Thank you, Carson. Thank you so much, we love you. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye, MJ. See you soon.